see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. This is Brandon Kilbeachall. And welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast, where it's not just about the past or present or future. Yeah. <laughs> it's also about our own opinions. Yo, that is the first time you've messed that up. Well, no, because I thought about switching it up a little bit more. Because I was like, it's not just about our past, present, and future, but it's also about the stories and opinions of influencers. So that's kind of fire. I wanted to switch it up a little bit more, make it a little more descriptive, you know? A little more. All right. So, but that's okay. I'm human. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited for this next topic we're going to be talking about. Listen, first off, got to give a round of applause for uh, Black Panther. Yes. One billion, ladies and gentlemen. One billion. Not million. Billion. That is fucking awesome, man. I love it. I love it because it completely dispels that whole conversation where um, minority leading characters or uh, or uh, casts that are fully African American or Black or African cannot make a lot of money. Yeah, it completely yeah. dispels that. Yeah, now, definitely. my question though is, do you think part of the success? Now, I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm playing devil's advocate. But do you mm. think part of the success comes from the fact that it's a Marvel movie? Um, I think part of it does. I think. Uh, I think Marvel played on on this though. Yeah. It was the right time, you know. Uh, even though they already had this plan, but I think uh, what we mentioned before early on, they they selected the right cast members, the right actors and actresses. They uh, made sure that they touched on a lot of controversial things that are happening in the world subtly in the movie mm-hmm. while you're still able to enjoy it. So I think they they, they teed it up and then they knocked it out the park. I, I just think they did a great job. The icing on the cake uh, was that it was Marvel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just, it was, it was, a, it was a good decision for them, I think. Yeah. I also think like, like you said, I think Marvel and um, the producers did a really good job with putting a lot of effort behind marketing it. Um, I mean, we all know that Marvel movies do better than DC movies and they do fairly well, but I think the effort that everyone collectively put behind this movie Mm -hmm. was one of the reasons why. And, um, not just people as in like the cast or, or anyone involved, but also just regular human beings that, um, really focused on having especially children watch this movie so that they can see someone who looks just like them in this movie. Um, and that just shows you the the, the power that um, the black community has. I mean, we all know that the black community buying power is a lot. I mean, back in February, uh, the Nielsen um, Nielsen did like a like a I guess a research, and the the buying power was like like a trillion dollars for yeah, the black community. Yeah. And I think this only sh- uh, shows and attests to it. But then I also think that I, well, I hope I hope this doesn't cause situations where then people are like trying to exploit and do extra shit 
with like black, all black cast yeah, and all black everything yeah. just to exploit this kind of buying power. But humor me, would that be a bad thing? I feel like if that were to happen, a lot, a lot has happened. Yeah. Uh, I feel like black is in. It's always been in. You know what I mean? Like, but now there's a uh, an emphasis <clears throat> on it. Like everything is is now focused around uh, black folks and black culture and and just you know kind of bringing awareness to some real life issues that black folks go through all day every day. So I think I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see more of this. Um, I think if if people are smart, they'll they'll uh, jump on this bandwagon. Number one, number two, I think it's about time. Even yeah. if they were to get on the bandwagon and start using uh, black culture to forward businesses or forward movies or production. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's about time you see our value in shit. It's about time you see that the masses uh, have spoken and, you know, this movie did a, a billion dollars, not just because it being Marvel, it's because people came out of their homes to support this shit. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's about time. It's really about time. I mean, I, listen, I, I don't mind you jumping on the bandwagon as long as when you do it's bring some attention or light or even profit into the pockets of black actors, Definitely. actresses, and people. Like we've seen several times where brands or individuals or even companies have hopped on the culture bandwagon and then taken something without giving credit or, or supporting it in any yeah. shape or form. I mean, we've, we've seen that even in fashion. So my thing is like, I think for me more than anything, it's just for us to understand that when it comes to movies specifically, that you do not need to whitewash or you do not need to get a, a actor or actress who has way bigger notoriety uh, just to get more um, um, views for your movie and it, their their complexion or their ethnicity or their background does not match that specific character. Yeah. Like I really like the fact that all these main characters they're they're they're, they're dark skin. Mm -hmm. They're not light skin. Mm -hmm. It's it's supposed to be placed in Africa. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that all Africans are are dark skin, but I like that representation because you know we've seen light skin actresses try to play dark skin actresses yeah. or. White people try to play a different ethnic group like Japanese or Chinese. Mm -hmm. I think this is great and it shows like it's about the story. You know, you can have a new actress, you can have upcoming, you can have some big names, but have them in smaller roles yeah. in movies and it can still be successful. So I think this movie in itself just kind of dispels so many different stereotypes that happen within Hollywood. My only thing is I, I hope these people and producers follow through and, and, and do something about it. I agree. It was funny. I was on Twitter and um, I think it was like CNET or some shit like that. They, uh, they tweeted out, hey, guys, good news. Black Panther is already gearing up for a sequel. I'm like, duh. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't say. Why not? Like, duh. <laughs> I mean, the Marvel series and everything keeps going. Yeah. Like, so. what are you talking about? Why would they not do a sequel? Like, it just, I, I don't know. Whoever's running CNET's uh, Twitter. <laughs> may want to check that guy or girl, whoever it is, because that shit made absolutely no sense. But kudos to them, man. I'm really, really happy to see them cash out and, and, and get their just due so far. Also, another kudos to Disney because Coco won an award 
And yeah. that was what they did behind the scenes, making sure that everything was authentic to the Mexican culture, including mm-hmm. the actors and actresses. It, it further, it, again, it goes to what we were saying. Just be authentic and have yeah. these people. And if you make the story amazing, it's going to sell. Everything else will sell. Everything else will do what it's supposed to do if exactly. it's done right and it's done with integrity. Mm-hmm. The moment you remove any of those elements, people will see through it. Yeah. And I think uh, Marvel, uh, you know, again, kudos to them. They did a great job making sure that they stayed authentic and they really got down to the brass tacks of Black Panther, Marvel, world issues, and substance. I bodied that, right? Yeah, you did. I did body that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm really excited about this. Um, What else can we talk about? There's a a few things going on. What's up with Nas? Didn't you say something that, and not Nas uh, that's on normally on our podcast. That's again regular Nas. This is, we're talking about the <laughs> real Nas, Nas. here, yeah, rapper <laughs> Nas, the one, the one that really matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other Nas, I don't really care what he's doing on his yeah, Um So Nas, the rapper, uh, he reportedly made forty million dollars from an investment in a doorbell company, um, which is really interesting because you, when you think of like. I mean, obviously, like, rappers, athletes, they're starting to invest in different companies. But, like, I wouldn't have thought that he would invest in a, in a doorbell company. The company is called Ring. And what they do is um, they make smart video doorbells. It was uh, acquired by Amazon. And um, the Ring was sold for $1.1 billion. Nas was one of the first company investors. Um, so, of course, he took home a nice change of money. Um, also Shaquille O'Neal, who is like the master of investing in markets that people don't usually invest in, um, will also receive a nice payday as well. He agreed to an equity stake in the company in exchange for his Smart. appearance in an advertising company. Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal is one of the smartest yeah. investors, athlete investors out there. And he's so Jer- smart. And he's from Jersey. Let, let's be clear. He's from Jersey. <laughs> he's from Jersey. All we right? claim him. Um, in 2017, Ring had a monopoly on the market with a 97% share of all U.S. video doorbell sales. Basically, they were owning it. Um, using a tiny camera in the doorbell, users can see a video broadcast through an app on their phones. So you can make sure that them dudes and women don't be creeping up on you. Smart move. Smart move. Chameleonaire did that. Not doorbells, but he got yeah. into the tech world. Uh, Nas is obviously trying to venture off into the tech world. I like to see, uh, you know, black folks, especially rappers, because they have such a, a negative stigmatism of not being intelligent or not being business savvy. Mm-hmm. I like to see when they make smart investments like this. Yeah, I do too. The only thing that I don't, not, not that I don't like about Nas and what he's doing, but the one thing I don't like about society as a whole is when people like Nas or Shaq do investments like that, people look at it like kind of some, some, not all, but some people look at it like, oh, like, why the hell did you do that? Like, or they look at it as a bad way. Like, remember when uh, Shaq had his sneaker deal? Mm-hmm. What, what was the retail? Was it Walmart or Target? One mm-hmm. of those. And like, People looked at it as like a bad thing because it's like, why are you doing it at Walmart? But it's like, yo, you know how much money he made from that, though? Well, I think in, in, in those people's defense, I think those, those Shaq sneakers were ugly as fuck. So I think that's partly what the issue was. It was one of those things where, uh, you know, Shaq at the pinnacle of his career puts out an ugly ass sneaker 
And then it's like, ugh. So, and then it adds insult to industry, uh, to insult to, in, what is it? Fuck? Insult to something. Hey. Insult to injury, rather, uh, that it's in Walmart. Obviously, people not knowing how much money Walmart is worth and how much it, it's, a, it's a good business mm-hmm. move. So I think it's, it's a little bit of ignorance on, on people's part. But Even uh, ugly sneakers need feet to walk in. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very, very true. Very true. <laughs> But we're starting to we're starting to see, and it's it's kind of interesting how there's like now a correlation between athletes and artists being more vocal, being more invested, and in people telling mm-hmm. them to shut up and and do what they done yeah. best, yeah. Um, or they'll go back to their drug dealing days or some shit like that. Um, you're starting to see people like Nas. Uh, obviously, Nas is like uh, there's a few companies that someone told me he was a silent investor in that I thought was really smart. And then you see Shaq. Shaq is constantly investing in companies. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting how he said that he will only invest or deal with companies that he himself would either see himself doing or, or like using or doing on a daily basis or that he would see other people. That's why you see him in like, I think it was like football or something like yeah. that. He's like, I'm going to invest in a company where people will actually like, I can see myself using it. Mm-hmm. That's why he was like, he didn't do Wheaties because he's like, or, or be a part of Wheaties. Cause he was like, I don't eat Wheaties. Yeah. So why the hell am I gonna do that? I I, I like that though. It shows integrity. It shows yeah. that you know when someone like him invests in something, they definitely do it because they believe in the product and they believe in what you know everything yeah. stands for. They don't just want to go with the flow and just go because it's marketing dollars behind it or whatever. They really are passionate yeah. behind it. So. Um, I often do like to follow people like that as well, mm-hmm. just because then I know that whatever they're investing in, especially their past success life, yeah. they, they obviously know what they're doing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They know how to maneuver. So you got to kind of take heed to that. So you can't just, you know, throw it to the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what they're doing is smart. I mean, you're seeing more people, even like Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant invested in um, Russell Simmons all def digital yeah. platform mm-hmm. um, he also invested in the Players Tribune so you're starting to see more athletes and and even like LeBron James and a few others um, Kevin Durant they're now owning their own media platforms um, they're starting to understand the importance of investment and they're also understanding the importance of owning your own data and distribution mm-hmm. so we're, you're going to see more athletes more rappers kind of get into that field yeah. more um, which definitely makes sense and I think I th- it's smart for them to do it I just wish that more colleges and even the NBA will do more to teach these people or even like labels or probably not labels because I don't know if they're going to do that. Yeah, but at least like a company that. that can teach rappers, that can teach athletes, that can teach these people to properly invest in companies and invest in their future beyond what they're doing. You're not going to rap forever. You're not going to be an athlete forever. What are you going to do after? Well, that's the thing, too. You got to look at it. That's a business. Mm-hmm. Keeping people in the in the dark and not giving them information is a business. You keep uh, you know someone in the dark. You you have control over them. You give an artist power as far as how to maneuver with publishing, how to maneuver within uh, signing label deals, or how to uh, negotiate terms. Then he now has the power to kind of outmaneuver you. So that you know. It's one of those things where, while I, I agree with you, I don't think we'll ever see a, a, something like that happen. And maybe on a smaller scale, but I don't think we'll ever see something like that happen just for the simple fact that people like control. And when you have people like, uh, you know, like a little Bron James or, or, or Shaq, 
they're, they're powerful people, yeah. you know what I mean, in, in their fields and or what they do. So the moment you give them more power and then give them knowledge, it, they could be out of the person that they're employed with could easily be out of the office quick. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's there are people that even though they're within the offices of those individuals, they are still giving out information like Donald Passman. He is a, a lawyer within the music industry, and he actually has an entire book basically talking about the point systems mm -hmm. and just the legality of certain yeah. things. And it's just like, wow, even I read that. And, like, I'm not a rapper, but, like, I understood things now when it comes to certain labels. And it's like, of course, he's not going to tell everything because you have to pay for his service. Correct. But he's giving enough where it's just like, okay, cool, we, we get it, we understand it. I mean, there, there are even people that don't even know how to sign checks or write checks. Mm-hmm. There are there are certain there are people who still don't really know how to do taxes. There's still people that don't know how to do basic level things. I think if you do it from a basic level, that's fine. Um, and also having having them that basic foundation allows them to not be screwed over by these people that are in their camps that are just stealing their money. And we see this happen oh so many times. Yeah. So it's just kind of like setting them up for success. And if people see that as anything else, like then why the hell do we have colleges? <laughs> like, yeah. you oh. know, if you see that as a bad thing, then why do we have colleges? Why do we have programs that teach us to, in order for us to, to, to do good, to bring money and value back into the business industry, et cetera. So <sighs> that's life, I guess. Word. <laughs> we have oh. our first caller. To accept, press one. God to damn it! <laughs> one, like like someone's called from jail and shit. Fucked up our whole shit. <laughs> they forgot to give their extra quarter. Word, yo, yo, in the line with GRP. What's hood? <laughs> Good afternoon, grassroots. This is Tony calling. Good afternoon, kind sir. How are you? I'm quite well. And yourself? All right, well, we're doing all right. You know, taking our first call. You are our first call on air. It's lit. <laughs> definitely sounds like it's lit right. um i wanted to call in about that topic um that's a that's a wild topic man <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my god <laughs> yeah man so for wow. those who don't know the topic that we're gonna be discussing with our call-ins is apparently this guy who's from missouri broke into multiple women's homes to tell them that he respects them in celebration of international women's day <laughs> <laughs> listen he is a living legend, <laughs> all right? Let me tell you. He deserves all the kudos he's going to get. You, you can't win. You can't win. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Stone? I mean, <laughs> all right. So first and foremost, he broke into a woman's home to say, I respect you. If that's not serial killer, I don't know what is, okay? I, that's, that's first. Secondly, so you're going to tell her that you respect her, but you still have more power than her. And you've placed fear inside of her by walking into her personal space and letting her know that she's never safe. That's, that's a wild statement to make on International Women's Day. You don't think he was trying to prove his love on International Women's Day? <laughs> I, love to who? They didn't see. That's where I'm like, we don't have enough information because... At that point, it's like, well, what women did he who's like? What women did he break in on? Was it his mom? Was it his girlfriend? I mean, obviously, that wouldn't be considered breaking in. He wouldn't be in jail for that. But like to break into a stranger's home and be like, "I respect you," and then walk out. I mean, the only thing that he could have done worse is say, "Would you like to buy my security system now?" 
You hating. I'm hanging up on you. Bye. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know what Tone is talking about. He's a living legend. All right. That guy went oh from home to home trying to show love on National Women's Day and he is getting crucified. Horrible. I just I, I'm just trying to figure out like how was the setup? Was did he like go to their beds and then they woke up and he just stares down and he's like, I respect you so much. happy international woman's day and then he jumps out the window (laughs) into the dark shadows (laughs) (laughs) yo that is fucking hilarious though like could you imagine that like oh my gosh like i I just i just i just think that's crazy and i I really hope this is not true if it is a true story but i really hope it's not because like what do you like (laughs) What do you do? What do you like, do? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's oh what happens. Gosh. That's what happens. You got, they got to go. They got to go. It's, it, that's the only thing that could happen. Like, and we're joking, but if you're popping up into random women's homes thinking that that's safe and, and profound. And, and normal. And normal. Yeah, you're, he definitely moves up to the serial killer list. He may be the CEO of the company. Move up. You're number one for life. <laughs> Some, there's some more crazies out there. I don't know. That's really crazy to me. Usually you hear like breaking and entering is going to be someone robbing, but you freaking are doing that just yeah. to tell a woman happy International Women's Day. Can't you just send them like a postcard? Something. I don't know. We got another caller. All from. Got, yes. got fucking stupid collect calls. Hello? <laughs> Hello? God damn it. You're on the phone with GRP. What's up? <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's going on? So what, do you, what are your thoughts, man? Are you breaking into strange uh, women's homes, wishing them a happy National Women's Day? Not at all. But I like to look at it as two ways. Like, the regular way is that's some crazy-ass shit to where, like, you have a long day of work and you get home and someone's breaking into your place to tell you a compliment. So that's just wild, off the rip. But it's like an amazing story. Like, if you're like, like, like let's say a lady's hanging out with her girls later that night, She's like, yo, girl, guess what happened? Some random nigga bust in and told me happy Wednesday, <laughs> and then he left. So, again, scary for, like, the first few minutes, but then we realize he's just a crazy person giving me a compliment, then, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how bad could it be? I wonder if he bought food or something. <laughs> like Some edible arrangements? Some edibles or something. Like, what did, what did he really do? Did he stink or some shit? Like, I'm, I'm just, we're just trying to sort this out, I guess. I don't know. No, no, no I dig it. I dig it. Just because, like, in the mugshot, he looked like he was, like, proud of himself. So I was like, what? I thought it was a great mugshot. I thought, I know, looking at him, good. he's looking at, man, y'all hating. <laughs> That's his face. Y'all hating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Y'all just it mad y'all ain't think of mugshot. it. <laughs> That's hilarious. What's your name, man? Where are you calling from? Um, Dizzle, and I am in San Diego, California. Dizzle, we appreciate you calling in. I'm hanging up on you now. Thank you. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh man, this is great. This is great. This is wonderful. I'm just, I'm just so flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted because it's like <laughs> the dude literally did this just to tell them, "I respect you and happy, happy International Women's Day." Like. To go as far to show his respect, he thinks that the best way to do that is to come up into someone's house and apartment and did that. Like, listen, listen, man, Pockhead, you are appreciated. He wanted to try to show his appreciation. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you can't blame him. 
Yo, that's some crazy ass stuff. That's that's almost. I mean, no, this is definitely not as bad. I remember there was this guy um, at a college my friend went to. This dude, <laughs> he didn't say that he respected women or Happy International Day, but he did go into their laundry, steal their underwear, and then wear it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> that sounds like some fucking Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs. You remember Silence of Lambs? Have yes. you ever seen that? Where the dude dressed up and took that. Yo, yeah. whoever that is, that's a serial killer. He epitomized this serial killer. And it was crazy, though, because they started to realize that so many different women were losing their panties. And then they thought that it was like a panty sniffer or something yeah, like crazy. that. That's but crazy. then they come to find this guy wore their actual panties under his shorts. And then he would have like a bunch, like a drawer full of them and et cetera. I don't know how badly he was penalized would that be like a question of like sir you need to hand the panties back <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you do that though like sir that's evidence we need the panties back can you take them <laughs> off sir please <laughs> like how do you have that conversation i don't know i mean i would never have a conversation about anyone even taking my drawers how do you know your drawers were never taken though oh i i i, I make sure well, well. I make sure. And especially they got cameras in the laundry service I go to. So if anyone touches my shit, I'm like, yo, play that back. <laughs> <laughs> Find those drawers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what, wait. What was that Joel Santana shit? Oh, I don't know. Wait. Oh, he is, uh, left the airport after TSA found a gun in his bag. He like booked it. What? Yeah. What was this? Recently, it came up today. All right, wait, I got questions. I didn't know about this. I, I swear, I'd be so late to shit to be in media. I'd be dumb late. Yeah, I got to get you. I got to create like a media list for you to catch Yo, up with these things. Yo, dead ass. It's, it's on, on Twitter. That's All why. Right, so rapper, actor, Joel Santana allegedly ran away from security screening at Newark Liberty International Airport Friday evening after uh, Laura Fishman... Uh, law enforcement sources say TSA agents found a gun on him. First off, why are you traveling to the airport with a gun? I feel like that's that's insane. And and I know that that may sound insane considering who Joel Santana is, but I'm I'm thinking you people know who Joel Santana is. Yeah. Like when you travel <laughs> You don't think your bags, you're, you're getting the extra pat down, the extra side door. Hey, go into the third lane so we can check you even though you've done absolutely nothing. I've been checked for, for nothing, for nothing. I can only imagine what he gets checked for. Why would you be, like, why? Help me understand. I, I mean, know. he can obviously travel with a gun. It's like a specific thing you have to do. You have to put it, like, in a hard case and, like, take the rounds out. But he probably left it in his bag. But my thing is, is, like, I mean, maybe because I'm not about that life at all, because I'm not. Um, but, like, <laughs> what not. makes you, like, <laughs> not? <laughs> what makes you, like, say, oh, crap, I forgot and left my gun in my bag. Like, you know how sometimes you forget liquid or water or something of that nature in your bag? Like, But what makes you be like, oh, my bad, I forgot to leave my gun at home? I don't know. But the other thing is you talking about having a lock safe. I, I doubt that it's even registered. If it's registered, he's not running. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just don't understand. I, I hope he gets through it. I don't know why you're doing it. I, I do hope, and this sounds crazy, but it's still funny. 
I wonder if the security footage of him running through Newark International <laughs> Airport will ever leak. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. And my question, too, is when you're someone who is known... Why would you run as if like you can hide and they can't find you ever? That's, yeah. Like they know your face. People know your face. You're you are a quote unquote celeb. Why would you run? Like yeah. you can't hide. I, I don't get it. You're not going anywhere. As it states, you're a rapper, actor. Like it is not too many places. I'm surprised he even made it out of Newark International <laughs> Airport and gotten to a cab or whatever or Uber. Like I don't, I don't know, man. We gotta look into Newark Inter- International now. Think about it. How do you get from the gate to the exit to the ramp? Catch a cab or Uber or whatever after someone found a gunny. Like. We got to tighten up on security, man. That's why we get bombed and shit. It don't make sense. <laughs> oh. It don't make sense. Well, that's because they don't have construction work. If he was at LaGuardia, he would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no. You're not, you're he not doing it. He would have yeah. been in a taxi trying to get out of a construction zone. <laughs> they would have locked his ass up three times over. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> Standing on the line just yeah. to get out of the door because they're fixing the building. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. Oh man, that's like that was such a treat. I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> such a treat. Christmas came early. Yeah, Christmas came early. What do you know? Man, I just uh, there's just so much craziness. Like, I thought the icing on the cake was that guy breaking in, telling women how much he respects him. I hope he doesn't influence other crazies, saying that you know it's okay to break in and tell a woman that you respect her because she doesn't listen on nah, Twitter. The, the crazies <laughs> always, 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 always prompt more crazies. It always happens. There's always one crazy out there that tries to trumpet and show you that he's extra crazy. <laughs> but don't get it twisted. There are women that are crazy, too. Like, I find it so crazy how there uh, there is this story out. Um, some famous NBA player's son or something. I mean, who he is is irrelevant. And I don't really care about it. But the story essentially was like this girl was talking to two dudes mm-hmm. and, you know, going back and forth and basically saying, like, if you want to date, if you want me and and to date you instead of this guy, you got to get me $16,000. Yeah, that's, that's, I, think see like that. a, I don't know if it was a month or a week or whatever, or just a one time deal. I think women are always crazier just because women think things through. Guys don't normally think things through. You know what I'm saying? Women are really more organized and things like that. So I think women are more prone to be crazier and plan out a murder and probably get away with it versus a man. Like a man probably like leave a sock or some shit or leave his watch on the table being forgetful. Nah, women can be stupid just like men. Like those chicks that be sleeping with NBA players and then putting on Snapchat and stuff. Like... (sighs) You know your role. You know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. You want the lime life, the rich life, the the if it's good D, whatever it is, mm. you know, herpes invested or something. Um, you you do know that like you're not supposed to put stuff on social media, I, and it's yeah, like they want to brag about the fact that they just got pounded from the back from I'll, a celeb. I'll never understand that this new age shit of of live tweeting like videos of you smashing somebody or like don't you know like as time passes like you'll, you'll it, just, it just don't make sense Yo, man. Soon, i don't get it soon, i don't get it soon enough they're gonna be putting that stuff up on twitch yeah word like <laughs> as if it's a game niggas <laughs> using sexist content it's <laughs> content a, a b left right up down smash <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Do we want to talk about this? 
OJ? Yeah, every day. First off, well, yeah, OJ is, we always got to talk about OJ. So some <laughs> new news came out. Uh, apparently, OJ confessed to his book publisher, uh, Judith Reagan, that uh, he in fact did it. Now, I know it wasn't, he didn't say that, but he specifically said that he wanted to name the book If I Did It. Uh, just so he wouldn't, he would leave room Is that a caller? for doubt. No, it shouldn't be. Oh no, it's not a caller. Um, so he wouldn't leave room for doubt with his kids so that, you know, they wouldn't have to go through it. But apparently this is airing or it, it's happening. I don't know when this TV special is, is happening, but, um, I'm curious to see it. I, I heard about this years ago uh, about him doing some, real in-depth interview about the book, about the murders, about the trial, the case, etc. And it never came to fruition. I want to know why, though, all of the sudden, this is just coming out the blue. Because he lives in Florida now. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. I believe he lives in Florida now. Yeah, he does live in Florida. Okay. He, he, he moved to Florida. <laughs> if you're smart and you're savvy, you know if he went anyplace else, uh, the Goldmans would get him and they would tax him for the money that he's owed them for years. So he moved to Florida because there's some uh, some law where they can't touch his money or retirement or pension or some whatever <laughs> shit he gets. I don't know. But they can't touch it, nevertheless. So he moved to Florida to evade them yet again. <laughs> Yet again. Listen, OJ is a legend. <laughs> OJ, like... Yo, he's been a legend since the car chase. Yo, like, really <laughs> think about it, man. OJ, like... What can you really say about this guy, man? Like... I just... I, I just want OJ just to have a book about everything messed up that he did in his life and just release it and then like not release it when he's alive but just like right before he about to die yeah and just to confess yeah. to every single yeah. thing well apparently this this shit that's oh this happens uh this happening tomorrow sunday uh oh, they're snap. they're going gonna show this uh exclusive interview or exclusive content whatever you want to call it where he talks about the murders and things like that uh, yeah, it says yeah. In, in quotes, if I did it and I, I flat out Simpson murdered Nicole Brown Simpson, Ron Goldberg, Goldman, sorry, uh, according to Reagan, the publicist that he wrote the book with. So I, I want to see what happens with this. This is, uh, I always like stuff like this. I've always, I followed this trial, uh, closely when I was yeah. a kid. I remember watching it, uh, you know, I, I bought all of the, the documentaries because I love documentaries, so I bought that. This goes on my, my mantle with all the rest of the serial killers that I like to <laughs> psychoanalyze. But he's one of the, the rare ones because as much as he says he's trying to get away from this, the, the big case, that life, it somehow seems to keep coming back up. And I'm, I'm starting to think that he's doing this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't see them just releasing this content randomly. And I, I, and I don't know the, the logistics of it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, if, if, if he confesses to everything, puts out a book, and he's untouched, he's the greatest magician alive. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's a sorcerer. Like, he literally... It's like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Hopped in the box and then just disappeared. <laughs> like he's the greatest magician alive yeah. if he ever, ever confesses to everything. 
But I'm also curious too. I mean, there have been like, an, wasn't there like an investigator who said like potentially it could have been his son who did it? And he's just like covering for well, his son. Well, that was the other thing. They said that um, him and his son had a falling out because of this whole situation. His son apparently had like a breakdown or some shit like that, and he's been carrying the the, the weight of all of this mm-hmm. throughout the years. And his son was either cooperated in the murders or was a part of it or did it, and that's alleged per the. Uh, the documentary on Netflix, you guys can go check that out. But I, I just wonder what what that all embodies. And I, I also do think, though, that he, um, he's he been carrying a, a lot of this around for, mm-hmm. for quite some time. And it's only bef- for so long you can have such a deep-rooted issue, pun intended, uh, you know, just carrying that weight. It's, yeah. it's got to be, uh, you know, taking a toll on him, so... I don't know if he got the liquor, the booze, the drugs, the women. He's probably preoccupied. That's true. That's true. You ever <laughs> seen that that uh, O.J. Simpson video, his music video? No. Oh my god. <laughs> he has a music video. Do yourself a favor. Go Google O.J.'s music video for the listeners. Go Google it. For those that have seen like the uh, O.J. Forty for Forty, you guys have already seen it. But I'm so I'm talking about like the real video where he's in a cowboy suit. He made like a rap single. <laughs> Just do yourselves a favor and go look at that shit. That's a work of art, man. <laughs> Yo, I definitely got to check that out. Oh, that man. That is crazy. Oh, man. There's been so much craziness. I feel like we need to do like a graphic like who's at the top five serial killer list of the week. Definitely. Definitely. Like kind of like how um, Spotify has their updated lists and stuff with like 100%. top song of the week. We got to do that for our series. Yeah, next next uh, episode, ladies and gentlemen, me and Aaron and our grassroots group me trap mates, we're going to put together a top five, maybe 10, because there's a lot of people out here, top 10 serial killer lists that you may not know that are serial killers. For instance, the first person is the gentleman that went into those women's <laughs> homes <laughs> and wanted to wish them a happy Women's Day. So, yeah. Yeah, the second one is... Those who don't like their food touching on the plate. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, quiet is kept though. Um, Nas and uh, Wilson may be on the list. <laughs> a lot of people. Maybe. The, uh, Wilson's definitely on the well, list. Well, yeah, Wilson's definitely on the list. <laughs> Nas is in, in a close second. <laughs> you don't know it. Now we're talking about uh, regular Nas, not Nas Escobar, the one. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. The, we're talking about the one we don't care about. <laughs> he he may be on the list. The so. one who gave a seven point five Black Panther. Word. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. So uh, I guess that's our episode for today. Quite a day. Quite, Quite a day. A day. Uh, we want to thank uh, Tone and Dizzle for calling in. First yes. uh, first time doing this, so we're happy that it went well. We got to connect with our fans. Um, you guys can, that are listening, you can always join in. You can call in when we do this now. Uh, it's We have a group me uh, chat that we talk to our fans. We're actually working on setting up uh, an event, uh, so more to come with that. Uh, that yeah. should be pretty cool. With our fans, something that we're going to do with our fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you'll see the, the link in the description of this video. Um, and as always, uh, like, subscribe, uh, follow Grassroots Podcast, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, uh where else are we youtube youtube uh, yeah i mean we're itunes we're everywhere, everywhere. you ain't never we're there. trying to get there Bars. we're trying to get there <laughs> but yeah definitely um i definitely want to highlight like join our, our group chat we really yeah. discuss a lot of different things and it's it's good it's, it's a very supportive group we allow you know if you're active in the community we allow to you know for you to 
post your music or post whatever your where your passions are. Yeah. We're interested in it just as much as you're interested in our podcast. We really want to get to know you guys who are avid supporters of our podcast and especially when we're doing like uh, events like, you know, whether it's a bowling event or something where we want to have, you know, just meet you guys in person and stuff like that. Um, we definitely want you guys to be the first to know. In order to be the first to know, you got to join our, join our group chat. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, I'm Brandon Killer B. Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And we are. Hey. Grass, 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 grass.